I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sunny. I am your host. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello, every peoples. And, of course, before we get too far in, I actually want to make an announcement. I know this is normally where I do patrons, but before I forget, because I, if we go too much further, I will blank. absolutely forget. I wanted to let everyone know, so this episode is coming out around 8 a.m. Tuesday morning. Mm -hmm. That is Tuesday, September the 6th. Yep. At 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So that's 8 o'clock Eastern or that is what is that? Like 5 o'clock Western. 5 p.m. West Coast Pacific Time and 1 a.m. UK Time. Okay. Those are our three biggest time zones. So Yeah. Um, at, so at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we will be on Farfa's Subathon Woo! on Tuesday, September 6th. Yep. So if you're listening to this Tuesday morning, tonight at 7 p.m. September 6th, we will be on Farfa's Subathon. We're going to be recording Friday's episode, which probably what will end up being Friday's episode, depending on how it goes. Yeah. We'll record that there. So, we're going to be reading off patron names. Probably won't do an ad read on the podcast. We'll probably edit that in later. But Yeah, something like that. Just wanted to let you know, um, if you have one of these stupid patron names, and you want a chance to make it funny for chat, here's your chance. Here's mm-hmm. your heads up. So... When I say one of these stupid patron names, I promise I say that lovingly. Yes, because they're great. Yeah. <laughs> All Ex- right. Except you, Dragon Maidenless Behavior. Keep it. Yeah, Dragon Maidenless Behavior. Please, dear God, don't change it. It's my favorite one. It's it's honestly been my favorite. All right. So 
a huge thank you to Cam Yang, Zephyrus. Oh, and you know, if you have what you think is an amazing name, keep it by all means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, if you're like a normie that like doesn't have a funny name, here's your chance to make it funny. All right. Huge thank you to Cam Yang, Zephyrus, Austin Johnson, Kane Martin, Marshawn Jones, Zyphorus, Yeet Defeat, AD, Anthony, Lila Dank, Nugs, Deep CDs, Nuts, Earth Machine, Best Deck, Epi, Has Anyone Actually Read Toy Vendor, HGH Cyber, I Am McLincoln, Jarrett Helton, Leroy Spritekins, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pig, Rudolph, Sprite Farter, Super Ancient, Deep CDs, Nuts, King, Coelacan. <laughs> That was there the last couple of episodes. No, no, no. It's just like this. this like this. Like the second D's nuts one. Oh, we're not done. I know. Tier limits have this floodgate in your mouth. The Hoover Dam is a floodgate. Unbanned number ninety-five Konami. Understanding and reading are two different things. Virtually Savior's World. Zingus Khan. Aaron Gardner. Asami. Brandon Potter. Dragon Maidenless Behavior. Jerry Beans Man. King Henry. Old Man Red, Pincode 143, Ray Powell, Shockmaster did nothing wrong, slaking it up, stop crying about call by, it's balance. Why, yes, I can say that, VFD's nuts in your mouth. Yeah, no, being legally bound by the head judge, I repeat, there's no way anyone is legally allowed to say that. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. I, I gotta say, I'm expecting more Opelousa is a floodgate references out of you guys. Um, I, I'm expecting more, uh, honestly, belittling us. Um, do keep in mind that we do reserve the right to just not say it. Yeah, if it's a little too too far gone, we reserve the right to like not read out names. Obviously. So, so kind of don't go too far out there. But slightly belittling is cool. Outright patronizing is like patroning is cool patronizing is not cool or insulting patronizing that's the word not patronizing patronizing i think both are correct depends on who you ask that's true if you ask somebody passionate enough there's only one that's correct that is true all right so with all that said i know we've already spent like a lot of time on like patron names and stuff but uh really though if you're listening and you would like to see the live show on farfa subathon do so Please cool. come on and check it out. Um, there will also be an announcement in the Discord server. Speaking of the Discord server, we are still doing our remote dual locals every Thursday around 7 p.m. Central mm-hmm. Standard Time. And uh, yeah, be sure to check that out too. So with that said, let's go ahead and get on into some ad reads. Yep. So we're going to do ad reads kind of quick today because we're already kind of behind. So a huge thank you to, uh, of course, Dragon Shield for sponsoring the podcast you all know Dragon Shield by now. High-level TCG product accessory manufacturer. Uh, sleeves, binders, deck boxes, play mats, all that stuff. And also, I'm, I'm going to get with Dragon Shield. I got a package in the mail from them uh, last week. There are some new colors and designs coming. I don't want to spoil exactly what they are yet. Yeah, not, not until we get the AOK from Dragon Shield on what we can and can't do with them. Right, but I'll say this. Really nice. Mm-hmm really nice so get excited yeah yeah, yeah. if you're gonna be at niagara ask me to see them and i'll have some with me um also huge thank you to millennium threads for sponsoring and uh uh, yeah be sure to check them out obviously code top cut 10 for 10 percent off their everything in the store so 
With that said, be sure to check out our TCG Player and Dragon Shield affiliate links and Millennium Threads. A link to them will be down in the description below. I actually used our TCG affiliate link earlier today. Oh. Bought like $100 worth of cards. My, my wallet still aches. Hey, that's $3 back for us. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of, I say that. It's kind of a little bit variable on the product. But. Yeah, yeah. But still. Um, also, if you're going to be at YCS Niagara please come hit us up. We'll hit me. you up. We'll I, hit me up. Yeah, Caleb I, won't be there. Yeah. Hit me up. I would love to meet everybody. I will sign whatever you put in front of me unless it's... At, if it's over $500 in value, I'll sign this leave. But... Uh, no, seriously. Just please come say hey. Uh, I'll probably be, be bringing a bunch of cards that Caleb has signed with me. Just so that I can just like if somebody wants our autograph, I can have Caleb's with me too. Yeah. So anyway, like I said, a huge thank you to everyone that supported the podcast this far thus far. And the last thing I want to say is there will be a Google Doc in the description down below. Some cards that me and Caleb are looking for. I'm gonna be buying or trading for them at YCS Niagara. So uh if you have any of the cards in the Google Doc, things like I know I'm looking for like ulti Curry stuff. I want like a plague, an ultimate rare plague spreader. I'm looking for a lot of ultimate rares. Yeah, yeah. CR pot of desires, CR scapegoat stuff like that. I'm looking for higher rarity stuff. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm looking for like secret rare torrential tributes, secret rare judgments com- and stuff. compulses. Uh, for the solemn judgments, I would prefer like maybe the original ultra because that'd be really nice yeah mrd ultras yeah Yeah, some mrd ultras but yeah the secrets or maybe a lost art would be cool mm-hmm. stuff like that it's mostly just up rarities and like the only card that's like i need a copy of it that isn't a, like an active up rarity is like a copy of uh archfiend's ghastly glitch right which is like a super yeah from uh the most recent set also cr labyrinth stuff anyway yeah. i know we're like rambling yeah, yeah. but we're looking for all that stuff, and I will just—I'll have like cash on hand. I'll just be buying that stuff at Niagara because I don't go to a lot of big events. So yeah, this is kind of my opportunity to like acquire stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, why don't we get on into some of the meat of today's episode? Oh yeah. So we got the actual creator reveals late last week, early this week, for all of the actual cards out of the ten. Yeah. Yeah, the the twenty twenty two mega tens. Yeah. So yeah, so, the full set spoiler. It's great. Yeah, and in in this set spoiler, there's actually three world premiere cards that are mm-hmm. um, they are the Egyptian God cards support cards. So you may have seen some of these on Twitter or on YouTube. We're just gonna kind of go through them a little bit together and talk about what all the potential of these cards, right? Yeah, yeah. So first we have uh, MP22 EN273, the Revive Sky God. This is a normal trap card. It's a really cool design. It's got a picture of what looks like was that Silent Magician level eight, yeah, level eight, and uh, Slifer the Sky Dragon, Sky Dragon yeah, facing boy. off. Uh, the activation of this card or its effects cannot be negated. Already, I don't like this. Nor can its effects be negated. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, the special summon or special summon one Slifer the Sky Dragon from your graveyard. And then each player draws until they have six cards in their hand. You can banish this card from your graveyard, place one monster reborn from your deck or graveyard on the top of your deck. Then if a divine beast monster is in your graveyard, draw one card. You can only use each effect of the revive sky god once per turn. It's not 
awful, but the fact that it has to revolve around Slifer the Sky Dragon is kind of <laughs> weak. Like, there's not ways to send Slifer the Sky Dragon to the graveyard. Oh, yeah. I mean, just Foolish Burial. Or, if you don't want to have to hard draw one of, just make Curious. Yeah, exactly. Just make Curious, yep. Mm-hmm. And, as a result, this card, which is, by the way, a normal trap card, lets you just draw six if you have no cards in your hand. Mm -hmm. What's that? Your opponent's going second? Oh, okay. Uh, they draw for turn. You flip this. You go plus six, and your opponent doesn't draw anything. Because mm -hmm. you and your opponent both draw until you have six in hand. If you do it in their standby phase... Yeah, well, they have a bunch of cards, and you don't have any. Well, yeah. I mean, they'll have five, and then they'll draw for turn. They'll have six. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. No, that's... And then your Slifer is big as heck. Yeah. But, again, that's also dependent on you having the Slifer in your graveyard. Right. All right. Next, we have the Breaking Ruin God. Quick play spell. And, again, keeping with the style, really cool obelisk art. Mm-hmm. The act Quick play spell card. The activation of this card or its effects cannot be negated, nor can its effects be negated. Special summon one Obelisk the Tormentor from your hand or graveyard, and if you do, it is unaffected by your opponent's card effects this turn. If you tribute two or more monsters you control at the same time to activate your card or effect, while you control Obelisk the Tormentor, you can banish this card from your graveyard, banish all monsters in your opponent's graveyard, and if you do, inflict 500 damage to your opponent for each. You can only use each effect of the Breaking Ruin God once per turn. Sweet, so you activate this dude. You activate this card. Special summon the Obelisk from your hand or graveyard. Sure. He's unaffected. <clears throat> then if you have two other cards on the field, activate Obelisk effect, tributing them both. So Obelisk tributes two? Yeah. What does he do? Uh, I don't remember. In the anime, I remember it made his attack go up to, infant, to infinity. <laughs> but he couldn't uh, inflict battle damage. Okay. Okay. I don't remember what he does now. I, I think he just nukes the field. That sounds like Obelisk. Yeah. But yeah, but then like, so then he would nuke the field and then... Burn your opponent for 500 for, for every monster in their graveyard, essentially. But then, but then also banish them all at the same time. Yeah. All right. Pretty solid, actually. It's pretty cool. Next, we have EN275, the True Sun God, which is really, really, really cool uh, raw yeah, it's, artwork. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's some artwork of raw Phoenix mode. Yeah. Continuous spell. When this card is activated... Add one, the Winged Dragon of Ra, or one card that mentions it from your deck to your hand, except the True Sun God. Monsters, except the Winged Dragon of Ra, cannot attack the turn they are special summoned. Once per turn, during your main phase, you can send this card from the field, or one, the Winged Dragon Immortal Phoenix, from your deck to the graveyard. Then, send one Winged Dragon of Ra from your monsters under the graveyard. You can only activate one, the True Sun God, per turn. So, yes, it searches Ra Sphere Mode. Yeah, yeah. It searches not only to the search raw sphere mode, it also sets you up to bring out a uh, raw phoenix mode, right? Which is cool. But I think this is uh, I think this is just going to end up being a fourth, fifth, and sixth copy of sphere, sphere mode. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Next, we have the 2022 Megaton full set spoiler. And if you're wondering, yes, I'm going to read all of these cards out. Oh, I wouldn't. I would just like kind of go through and go, oh, this card's cool. This All right, card's fine. cool. I guess it is 275 cards that yeah. we don't need to read. Oh, uh, okay. So there, so let's actually, there's a couple uh, cards. That I'm just going to, I was just going to scroll through and go through the. Okay, fair and, enough. And then if I miss any, you can just kind of let me know. Yeah. 
All right, so Ian's there's our six is Brigade Kit as a Prismatic Secret Rare, which is very, very nice. Very nice rarity bomb. Yep. Uh, we have Live Twin Lilitreat, which is a nice reprint. Makina Unclaspare. People were wanting that, and they were kind of creeping up in price. Yeah, so here it is. Yep. Uh, let's see. We have the Sacred Tree Beast Hyperiton. Sure. Uh, here's a here's a big one. Pot of Prosperity as a yes. prismatic secret. Kind of lame that it's a prismatic secret because that is it? it. But the only reason why it's lame is because it already has a secret printing. Right. So it's like it's kind of dumb. I see what you're saying there, but the counterpoint to that I, is that. But I mean, I think you keep, but I think you get more secrets per ten, don't you? Then you get ultras. One secret per pack, two ultras per pack. Okay, yeah, okay, I don't never mind, yeah. You're so okay, but as well as we're gonna see, we're, as I keep rattling these off, you'll realize that a lot of the high end stuff is prismatic secret. Your odds of hitting a really good prismatic secret oh. are really good because oh. you get three three prismatic secrets in that per ten. That's true. So if you have a ton more, we'll, we'll go through it later. Yeah. Uh, Treptrix Fasculo, Live Twin, Kiss a Kill Frost is cool. Black yeah, that's Eyes. A cool one. Black Eyes, Prolander Patrol, Sea Guide. I just wish he would have gotten an up rarity to maybe what ultra rarity or something. Is he? Here he's common, and originally he was uh, also common. Yeah, yeah. They could have made it a that, super. That's awful. Scrap Raptor got an ultra rare. That's very nice. Yep. Uh, let's see. We For have... the dino players, anyway. Yes. I, I think it's really cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ruddy Rose Dragon as Prismatic Secret. Okay. So that's another good one. It's, it's all right. Uh, I think Riliona, the Wondrous Magistus Witch wardrobe thing. Yeah, I think that was kind of getting up in price. Yeah. Uh, Drytron Mubeta Fafnir as a prismatic secret. That's that, nice. That's, that's neat. Tri-Brigade Bear Brum, the Rampant Rampager, gets an up rarity to ultra rare. That is very nice. Dark Infant Adagnister, I think, was originally a super, and now yeah. it goes up to ultra. Okay, that's that. That's really nice. Yep. Uh, Paleozoic Cambro Roster. Cambro Roster. Uh, that may have been a super. Yeah. It's a super now, too. Ugh. Line of the Light Charmer goes up to an ultra rare. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Now, let's see. I know that there was more. Let's see. Terrors of the Underroot gets a reprint. Oh, what rarity? Common. It got common again? Yep. I just said that just to upset you. Ugh. B Trooper Scout Buggy gets a reprint. Oh, nice. That's a rare. What a down rarity. <laughs> wow. Despian Comedy and Tragedy, Aluber, Dramaturge, Albion, all get reprints here. Aluber's a prismatic, Dramaturge okay. is prismatic, and Comedy and Tragedy are commons. Uh, that's crazy, dude. Aluber just getting reprint after reprint after yep. reprint. That's crazy. They really did not put him in that structure deck. Just to turn around and give him a an ultra rare and Ghost from the Past 2, yeah. a prismatic secret in the tins. They are just pumping him out. Yeah. Wow. Um, you have the entire Suship deck. All of the new Gizmex got printed as commons. Okay. You have the uh, Magicky Beast Anciabolas, which is the level four instant fusion target. Oh, that's Sword a Soul. yeah, the level four tuner. Yeah, he's yeah. a common. He's a common now. Stellar Wind Wolf Riot was, which was the level nine ultra rare that some people yeah. were playing VW. Common. They they really made a lot of things common. Despia Theater, the branded. Which originally a super is a rare branded opening. Oh, 
Uh, this was originally a super rare. Mm -hmm. It was like 30, 35 bucks. Now it's gonna be a prismatic secret. Ooh. So because of that, the super in theory should fall a lot. Yeah, it'll probably be 10 bucks probably. Oh, it, sh it should be a $2 card. Now you say it's, that. It's, it's no longer highest rarity. Oh, well not only that, it's also, the deck's also lost its, lost the favor, all the favor they had curried. Right, so realistically, mm, I mean the prismatic curry. secrets I think. <laughs> <laughs> the prismatic secrets i think are retailing for like two three bucks not okay, much yeah. uh live twin sunny snitch that's a cool one yeah but it, it's it was originally a super and, and now it's gonna be a common they could have gone yeah. up with that to ultra yeah yeah ultra yeah ready fusion goes to prismatic secret that's nice yeah yeah it, it really is a nice one um all the rest of the b trooper stuff is all commons eh. yeah that's i guess uh, Incredible Ecclesia the Virtuous. So this is one that they play in Sword Soul. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a prismatic secret rare. That is a... That's a... Wasn't it already a secret to begin with? Yeah, it was a secret to yeah, begin okay, with. Yeah, okay. But they just, were like 65 bucks a piece still. Yeah, it still need the reprint, but it's prismatic mm -hmm. secret. Yeah. Um, Ad Libitum of Despia is common. All of the Fluanderese cards. So Snowl, Rabina, Eaglin, Stride, Tuthan, yes. and Empen. All the commons I know got reprinted as supers. Uh well, Snowl, Rabina, Rabina, and Eaglin are all rares. Yes. So, but they e were no. E oh yeah, you're yeah. right. Eaglin and Rabina were all, were already were supers. Super, yeah. But no, I'm saying like Strix and Tokan. Stri is a super. Tukan is an ultra. Empin is a super. Empin yeah. was a secret before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like the two common ones are now in Hollow. So that's really cool for yes. the flu players. Notably, the Advent of Adventure quick play spell did not get reprinted. It is the only Fluanderese mm. card in that entire deck, except for Harpy's Featherstorm, that has not gotten reprinted in the last like couple of sets. Yeah. So your Ryza has been reprinted. All of your yeah. main monsters have been it's reprinted. Just quick yeah, so the quick play is where all the money is going yes. to be at right now. So even Magnificent Map and uh, Unexplored Winds both got reprinted here. Magnificent Map is a prismatic. So if you are interested in that deck, it is still very cheap. I think the Advent of Adventure quick plays are like 11 bucks right now. For now. Right. But when people realize that's the only card that hasn't been reprinted, it's, it it's will get, get bought yeah. out. So go get them now. Yeah, if you want to play it, which please don't, but if you want to, <laughs> get it. Evil Twins Trouble Sunny got a Prismatic Secret Rare. That's the Link 4. Branded in red. I got a rare printing. Let's see. Small World. It got a Prismatic Secret Rare. That's a nice rarity pump from Ultra. Yes. Oh, and Fluanderies and Dreaming Town. What was the secret Fairies. originally? I don't remember. If it was Ultra no, or originally it was, a, it was a secret. Okay, yeah, yeah. Small so it's World. Like, okay, yeah, so it's like a, a, a side <laughs> rarity. I wouldn't call it an up rarity, but I also wouldn't call it a down rarity. Yeah, a side rarity. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have more B Trooper stuff. All common. How the oh, how the mighty have fallen. All right. Um, let's see. Here we go. Here's the, this is the crazy part. Here we this, go. Here this, we go. This, everything for the rest of this is gonna be crazy. All right. Uh, Lightning Storm, Prismatic Secret, Forbidden Droplet, Prismatic Secret, Ghost Ogre and Snow Rabbit, Prismatic Secret, Ghost Reaper and Winter Cherry, Super. Ash Blossom and Joy Spring, Prismatic Secret. Ghost Bone Haunted Mansion, Prismatic Secret. Ghost Sister and Spooky Dogwood, Super. Ghost Mourner and Moonlit Chill as a Super. That's, that's nice. That's pretty nice. 
because I think before this, the only reprint it had was an ugly gold rare. Uh, no, no, it, it, it had. A, it's also had an ultra. It's had an ultra, a secret, uh, a gold and, rare, and an altar gold rare. Gotcha. Okay, so the ultra was last year's tens. Yeah. Okay. Only reason I know is because I got one. Nibiru, the primal being, an ultra. Dark ruler, no more, as an ultra, and dimension shifter as an ultra. So these All are very nice. Yeah, these are your three cards that were the big major of worldwide release promos in the 2019 gold sarcophagus tens so red eyes dark dragoon as a prismatic secret cross out designator as a prismatic secret these are the worldwide premieres from the last two tens that were each ultra rare so these are mm -hmm. up rarities for those uh, blue eyes white dragon red eyes black dragon as dark magician girl all three of those are brand new arts yes imported alt arts and they're all prismatic secret and they're all they're fine uh, Dual Tower is a prismatic secret rare within it's an OCG import card. Mm -hmm. This card's crazy. Link into the Vrains. Yes. Okay. So I, I want to talk about this card for a minute. So it, it so what so basically what it does is on activation you special summon a card a monster from your hand, and then immediately after after that per, uh, conduct a link summon using that card. Oh, there's a whole lot more to text to it than that. Oh yeah, but that's like the main thing. So. No, that's not the main thing. So let's say you're a uh, Marantis player. You did player. not say the main thing. Hold on. Let's say you're a Marantis player. You, you, you didn't say the main thing. Yeah, it lets you special summon out a monster and then form a link summon right then and there. That's not the main thing. And none of it can be responded to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, the, the link summon can't be negated. Your opponent cannot activate cards or effects when a monster is link summoned this way. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and not only that, you're okay. burying the lead, dog. Yeah. So like, so like, so, so not only that. So like, let's say your board gets completely outed, and you're just like, oh well, I didn't use all my link ones. Uh, let me just get back in, like, get back in them, activate that, summon, boom, you're you're right back in it. Right, right. And you also don't have to conduct a link one if you have other monsters on board. You can use them as part of the. Yes, you just have to link summon a monster. You can tr using monsters you control. Yeah. With that monster that you summoned. Yes. It's just, as long as you're using that monster summon and whatever you make is is good it's so crazy such a crazy card but yeah i mean the dual tower one's also pretty solid but not it's not as good as linking to the brains right uh and then you have the couple other imports like rainbow bridge of salvation soul energy max and then you have the new cards world premieres which are revive sky god breaking god ruin god and true sun god so overall i think this 10 is really good not not quite as good in my opinion, as the previous two tens, I think it's better than the previous two tens. Yeah, I think it's the best ten we've had since the Hanzo ten. Like the only like like the only thing that would change my mind is if they is if the uh like the Ash was a lower rarity. If the oh specific, no, I, I would want Ash as Prismatic Secret. Well, I mean, for people who don't ha who are having issues getting Ashes now, that's <laughs> without the knowledge of. The uh, common reprint in the Rainbow Dragon structure deck. Yeah, the Crystal Beast structure deck, yes. Yeah, yeah so the, in addition to this Prismatic Secret Ash, there will also be a Crystal Beast structure deck coming in, I think, October? Yep. And November? It, it, it'll have Ash guaranteed in it. Yes, we have gotten confirmation that Ash will be in that. So yeah. so if you don't have Ashes, there's, your, there's, your, there's a good opportunity. Yeah, definitely. This is... I'm not going to say... <laughs> The easiest time that we've ever had to get into the game on a budget, but as far as acquiring staples, oh yeah, like there's still a couple of staples that you're going to be priced out of, like um, 
pot of prosperities are still going to be kind of expensive. Yeah, they're still about forty dollars for, for the for the on pre-order. Pre-sale, yeah, on the pre-sales for these, the prismatic secrets yeah. are about forty dollars. Um, the lightning storm is still going to be expensive. There's a lot of these cards are still going to be expensive. Lightning storm is about fifteen. Yeah, kind, but that's why I said kinda. Okay, the droplets are still about twenty-five too. But here's the thing: droplet, lightning storm, ash blossom, and joy spring. If you need these cards, buy them. If you have the budget and you say, hey, you know, like, I need these cards really bad to play the game at the level I want to play at, but I don't know if I should just buy a couple of tins and hope I get them or not. Here's the thing. Just get singles. You'll, you'll spend well, less money. Here's the reason, though. If you order a case of tins, right, there's... 35 to 40 secret rares in the set. Mm-hmm. So if you order a case of Megatins, $180. Yep. You're looking at about one of each prismatic secret per case. Give or take. Give or take. So you might you're gonna pull two of some, zero of others. Right? You might even get lucky and pull three of one. Correct. But but I guarantee you it's not gonna be the one you're trying to get. <laughs> yeah, but the, okay, let's compare that to Okay, let's let's look at the cards I really need out of this year's tins. Yeah. I need three prosperity, forty dollars a piece. That's one hundred and twenty. Uh, I need three ash. Well, let's just wait and get that out of the structure deck. Yeah, that's so, thirty dollars. Ten dollars at most. Right, right. So you're looking at at ten each for the ashes and forty each for the prosperities. You're at one fifty. Mm-hmm. That still leaves you budget to get droplets or lightning storms, or whatever else. Well, you get like one or two of those. Well, yeah. But even so... Yeah, but still... You can target the cards you feel like you need the most and get those cards. I mean, yeah, yeah. If you get the the case, you're also still, like, getting all these other cards that'll give you a lot of trade value. Not necessarily. All the ultras, supers, and rares, and commons are not worth hardly anything. Don't get Some me wrong. Of the ultras, mo- Sometimes most of them. that bulk is really nice to have, but if nine you, times out of ten, though, just just get this good state for the sake yeah. of efficiency. I'm just gonna say, to me, you're way better off ordering oh, yeah. the singles, and you really don't need prosperity for most decks. It's good to have, yeah. And if you think you might need it, I'd get it now while it's cheap-ish, because I don't see prosperity getting another reprint after these tens for. Probably not until the March reprint set, I would yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, also keep in mind, these are pre-sale. Pre-sale prices normally... Normally! Keep in mind, normally, do dip. But we're talking at lowest. I'm thinking Popper Sperry is probably $30 a pop at lowest. Yeah, the thing that the Megatons have going for them is that they are 100% the most opened product of the year mm-hmm. every year. Easily. Yes. These are the most ordered by vendors. They are the most bought product. They are the most opened product by vendors. These are the most sought after product of the year because of the value in them for your average players. Oh yeah, you know, so so you're gonna so you're gonna be seeing these cards all over the place. Yes. Like I imagine what like if you wait about six months after release and just keep and like pay attention to the various cards that people are playing. I imagine about half of them are going to be from one of the tens. Yeah, a lot of them. I, I still go to tournaments and see 
Tri-Brigade decks and Virtual World decks. All built straight out of the deck. From the last tins. year's tens. Yes. They are just good values. You're going to see Fluandri's decks built out of these tens for <laughs> ever. Right? So You're going to see entire B-Trooper decks that are common. Unfortunately, yes. You will see that too. Well, not entire. Because there's still some expensive cards in B-Troopers that aren't B-Trooper. If that makes sense. Um, like non B trooper insects are still going to be kind of expensive, kind of right to a point. Yeah, but you know. Okay, so let's do a little bit of an. Oh, there was one more card that you did that you didn't mention. I do want to mention. Got the reprint. Sure. Underworld Goddess of the Closed World. Well, I must have gone right by that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She is a very good reprint. So not every deck can actually run Underworld Goddess, but she is an amazing card. She's a link oh, five. Oh, for sure. She's a link five made with uh, I don't remember what the individual materials, but the sh yeah four more yeah four more effect monsters. Her shtick though is that you can use one of your opponent's monsters as the materials. Right. So think similarly to Lava Golem and Ross Fear Mode and Kaiju's how your opponent doesn't get a chance to respond to these happening because they are not activated effects. Yes. They are summons that do not start a chain. So. The summon happens, and then your opponent can respond to the summon. Yeah. But... Now, that's if you just do it normally. Something else you can do with her is if you make an IP Mascarena with uh, with uh, two other monsters on board... Yes. Then during your opponent's turn, you can activate IP Mascarena and link off with one of their monsters. Yeah, so IP Mascarena does say something along the lines of monsters you control... But it's been ruled that IP Mascarena can still link off using your opponent's monster for specifically Underworld Goddess. Because she specifically states in her materials, you gotta use one of your opponent's monsters. Well, you can. Yeah. She doesn't state it in the in the materials. She states it in her effect. But they, yeah. I, they rule that her effect overrides IP Mascarena's. Limitations. Right, because it's... It's the intended use of Underworld Goddess. Yeah. So the R&D department essentially relayed that to the judge staff at major events. And the judge staff has made that known that this is what it is. Yes. And that's why I wanted to, like, because it's getting the reprint, I wanted to put that out there. That is how that specifically functions with Underworld Goddess. Right. Exactly. Because a lot of people are going to be getting her now because she's cheap. Right. It's, I think they're $5 on pre-sale. Yep. So get your hobbies. Okay. Because, oh, by the way, uh, Opelousa was also expensive. And then she got a reprint in the 2020 Mega Tens, and she was about like six to eight dollars right out of the tens. And now those ten copies of Mascarena are like twenty to twenty-five dollars. I mean, not Mascarena, uh, Opelousa. Yeah. Keep in mind though, Opelousa has run way more than Underworld Goddess. Not very, right. very few people actually run her. But what I'm saying is, if Underworld Goddess doesn't see more reprints similar to Prosperity. They could be cheapish now. Yeah, yeah. But so they like, could also go up long term. Oh, yeah, like a year from now. So definitely pick them up within the next, you know, like within the couple of months after the right. set releases. Because um, then they'll be cheap. Like, like I think at most, they'll, she'll go up to like $10 a copy at highest. I think she could go up higher, but it but, depends. Um, but I mean, she with, would have to see real usage. But I mean, within the 10 cycle. Um, and then yeah. like a year from now is when she'll probably have the opportunity to go up above that. Right. However, more realistic probably is she's probably gonna stick around that $5 range. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, quick 
No, just a quick ad break. Uh, a huge thank you to our sponsor, ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. ETB is our one is your one-stop shop for all of your card game needs. They have singles, sealed product, and they also have all of your sleeves, binders, deck boxes, playmats, etc. They also have a wonderful selection of tabletop RPG things. So all of your figurines, paint, dice, all of that. So if you're interested, be sure to check out ETB Games. Again, link in the description down below. All right, so we do also want to talk, the other thing we wanted to talk about was the current format for the TCG. So if you look at, if, you, if you've listened to our last few episodes, you know that we've been covering a lot more of the current advanced format because <clears throat> to me, realistically, I feel like we've gotten kind of away from our roots. We wanted to talk more about the meta and more about the advanced and now that we're not really in national season where there's not quite as many tournaments going, we're back into the regional season. We wanted to get really back into that and dive back into that. So we had quite a few events this weekend. We had the Oceanic Championships, which was Saturday, Sunday, but like Australian time. So like, yeah, like 13 or 14 or 15 hours off. And then you also had some regionals in Alabama, Indiana, Ontario, Argentina, Mexico, Chile, Brazil, Colombia, Honduras, and we, we got another remote dual regional. I think they're doing the remote regionals every weekend now. Ooh, nice! I got I gotta hit I gotta hit those up some point. Oh, dude, there's there. If you want to get your invite, dog, with regionals happening IRL now, these remote regionals are having like 30, 40 people in them. Ooh. Yeah, if you want to get your invite, oh, dude. Yeah, just keep hitting them up every weekend. Dude, just plus, do a remote regional. Plus, you get all the stuff for entering. And... Oh, yeah, they'll just mail you all your packs and everything like that. Yes. Uh, don't you get a uh, mat, too? If you get top eight, yeah. Nice. If you get top eight, you get a mat and a deck box. Nice. Yeah, I'm, in fact, I might start hitting a couple of them up every now and then, too. Okay, so let's start with the Oceanic Championships. These were obviously the largest part of the... The largest tournament of the weekend and the tournament with the highest, well, I, w- I would say the highest representation of like high quality players. So we have all 32 of the top 32 decks as far as what decks were represented. We have mm-hmm. full, we know everything that was represented. And okay. so we like, we know what got first, what got second, top four, top eight, 16. We, we know everything. Okay. We just don't have deck lists for them all. Ah, got okay. it, got it, got it. So, starting off with the top 32, um, you have 14 Tier Lament, which is 43% of the field. Jesus. Yes. Seems like Tier Lament's the deck to beat right now. I would say so. Sprite at 9 of top 32, which is 28% of the field. Then next you have Runic. At three of top 32, which is an alarmingly high number. Especially for a new deck that just came out. Uh, Especially for a mill deck. Yeah. uh, That's 9% of the field. And then you have one each of all the following. Dragon Link, Eldlich, Fluanderes, Hero, Mathmech, and Sword Soul. That is a really interesting cut. That is... So, obviously, tier limit representing 43.8% of the meta. Just say 44% of the meta. Yeah, make it easy. That is a a huge number of tier limits. And don't get me wrong. They come in a lot of different packages. A lot of different flavors of Sprite, if you would. Um, In a way, yeah. <laughs> so, your top eight 
or let's do top 16. Your top 16 was, let's see, tier limit, tier limit, sprite, sprite, runic, runic, uh, math mech, and hero were your top 16s. Ooh, hero. Cool. Yeah. Top eight, you have tier limit, tier limit, sprite, and fluanderies. Your top four decks are tier limit and eldritch, and then your finals was a tier limit mirror, with first place being obviously tier limit. So, a huge shout out, by the way, to Dino Spazovsky. Spazovsky, yeah. Uh, Dino went 8 and 0 through Swiss and then went on to win the entire event. Nice. Now, taking nothing away from Dino, um, that was one of the sloppiest finals of any tournament I've ever seen, ever. Jesus. Uh, both players did not play out of their minds. It was kind of weird. Uh, I watched the whole thing live on Pack Stream. Pack, Hani, and Nesh said it themselves. It was just, it was like neither player wanted to win. Were they just that exhausted or? It was probably a combination of exhaustion and. Dude, that tier limit deck feels like you can just keep going and going and going sometimes, especially when you're playing sprite danger tier limit you know when you're when you have all these engines going and they're just moving it just it's a lot it of just keeps going it's a lot of moving gears you got to keep juggling yeah and when you feel like you can just keep going and making your end board crazier and crazier it makes you tempted to just keep going and try to do more stuff yeah so to try instead of putting out what might be an ftk you're like okay well I'm just keep going. Well, they might still be able to do something about this. So I'm just keep going and try to put up a board that your opponent can't play through, but then also putting it at risk, just getting completely blown out. Right. So your it, it's crazy. Everything's crazy. Uh, so yeah, you had first place. Uh, Dino best player because it's spelled D I N O like Dino. Yeah. So there's just everybody's like, oh, I want, I want the Dino deck profile. It's like, ah, it's not Dino. It's not Dino. Uh, you had uh, Bowden Tem Temnik, which is a very, very, very well-known Australian player. He was playing Sprite, or he was playing yeah, Tier Limit Sprite Danger, which is just crazy. And then you have top four. You had Eldlich, but it was like a branded adventure Eldlich deck. Then your other top four Tier Limit deck was just it just says danger tier limit uh I'm, there might be some sprite stuff thrown in there because a lot of these these a lot of these tier limit decks are throwing in a sprite package like very small one i imagine yeah so it's like one blue one jet a gigantic and an elf and maybe some starters or some um or so, and like one smashers so the goal of the of the sprite package in the tier limit deck is it gives you a way to puts elf on board and the elf on your end board allows you to special summon the merly back because the merly is level two. Oh, to get your uh to get your get that to get that engine back online yes in a way and also it lets you if you follow that engine you can actually also search sprite smashers through the course of your combo and being able to search the Sprite Smasher allows you to have an extra interruption on board. Yeah. Which could potentially include an out, a built-in out to Mystic Mine that's searchable. Okay. So it's an interesting way to kind of play around the Mystic Mine problem. A um, couple more tier limits. Here in top eight, we have a tier limit punk deck. 
cool. Which I think always thought was cool. Now, uh, like we said, Hero and Math Mech are cool. The two Runic decks that are in top 16 are both Runic Sprite. So, there you go. If you were Runic wondering. Sprite? Yeah, so the Runic decks that are mostly topping, I know that one got, I don't see it on this particular breakdown by Sebto, which again, oh my God, huge shout out to Sebto yes. for compiling all this information. Um, I don't see it on the uh, on Sebto's breakdown, but I know that the there was a Runic Sprite deck that went undefeated at the regional in, I think, Indiana. Yeah, I think Indiana this past weekend. So, I mean, because like my only encounters with uh, that with the whole Runic engine was Magical Musketeer Runic. Okay, so is that one of the decks you played against on Dueling Book? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How's that? Um, I lost not because of the Magical Musketeers. The Magical Musketeers didn't do anything. I lost because he decked me out completely. Because he's playing Runic. Yeah. Because he activated, he slapped a Mystic Mine. I was kind of like, eh, whatever. Right. Um, but it did keep me from getting some key pops that would have. Because you're playing Labyrinth, and you can kind of play under Mystic Mine. Yeah, yeah. But it kept me from getting some key pops. Specifically, it kept me from getting some key hand pops off of uh, Lovely Labyrinth. Right. Which would have really made a difference. Yeah, but... Dude, they have got to ban Mystic Mind, dude. If if Runic is a deck, they cannot let Runic have Mystic Mind. No, it's insane. It's... Oh, yeah, Mystic Mind, and then I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna, like, Mystic Mind, Fill Barrier. I'll run just enough of a small monster package to make... Uh, to make Beat Cop with two dark so I can protect the Mystic Mine a third way. I am terrified of the day when we see Sky Striker, Runic, Mystic Mine at the top tables. Yeah. That, that's going to be a thing at Niagara. Oh, People oh. don't even realize. Okay, so, and the thing about the about the Runic deck is that you think it's going to run out because they'll activate one, because then they'll, like, set that up where you can't really play, and then just sit there and go, okay, ban- banish face down the top four, banish face down top three, right. banish face down one for each monster you control. And you're like, cool, you're out of cards. And we'll activate this one that shuffles them all back in the deck, and they draw one for each card that they did that with. Oh, God. They're all hard ones per turn. Is that runic just the tip? No, it's like runic... No, it might be runic tip. I don't remember. Flame fire or something like that? Yeah. But like, and then like another one uh, pops monsters. Another one can also pop spells and traps. In addition to doing the mill, it's it's awful. I mean, it sounds awful. It's not fun. Yeah. Uh, so like, I'm kind of like, dude, I love the artwork on these runic cards. I d- so, so do I. Much. I really enjoy the theme. How this entire, how the entirety of Tattoo Masters are all themed around video games. I really love it. Also, yeah. I yeah. gotta say, I do. Yeah, like, Runic is uh, first-person games. Uh, the Alliance is more of those kind of um, Dynasty Warrior-style games, I think. And then uh, Labyrinth are the uh, RP- or the Dungeon Crawler RPGs. Yeah. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Next, we have some more Tier Limit Dangers. The One Sword Soul list, I'm really looking forward to seeing their deck list. Listen, there are two main cards right now. Three main cards. No, two. Three. That this uh, this format with bunched with tier element danger, tier element blah blah blah, 
immediately makes me think I think that people should be playing right now. What's that? Soul Drain. Oh, jeez. Which which just negates all monster effects that activate in Grave. Sure. Uh, Abyss Dweller, which is the yes. same thing, but if you're a, but only for your opponent and only for the turn. Sure. And another hilarious card that I can run in Labyrinth, the End of Anubis. And I'm running Silent Graveyard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, End of Anubis just is the is Soul Drain as long as he's sitting there on field, but right. he's got a big body. True. Uh, also, real quick, uh, I want to thank Eva on Twitter um, for helping me with. She she made a post earlier today, and it really helped me conceptualize some of the de- some of the bad decisions I was making with my previous builds. So I really want to thank her for that. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, big help. So also. We have some random results from the Brazil regional. We have hilariously all of top eight. So we have Sprite got first place. Okay. Your top four decks are Mathmech, Sun Avalon, and Tri Brigade. The Tri Brigade one is interesting. Yes, it is. And your top eight decks are Burn. Ugh. It's got to be that same dude. It's got to be the dude. It's got to be. Math mech again, and then two tier limit danger decks. And then we do have a first place list from Santiago Chile, which is Runic in first place. Ugh. And then we have a sub terror top eight list from Ottawa. <laughs> sub terror? Yeah, regionals are wild, dog. <laughs> Especially like uh, Chile. Fair. And Subterrors. Ottawa. Okay, that's Canada. Wow, that, I don't know. That's that's wild. <laughs> Even Sub- top eight is wild. Subterror. Yeah. Uh, we also have a Sky Striker list, which was a top eight list at the Buenos I, Aires, Argentina. Region. Yeah, Sky Striker is just kind of falling off the face of the map. Not for long, because guess what? We have a YCS coming next weekend. I promise. If yeah, Mystic Mind's not banned, yeah, there Sky will be Sky Striker yeah. in top eight. Well, maybe not. Maybe. It's a big maybe. Oh, for sure. It, it, it. I think it'll really depend on a lot of luck. So give me, as we head into this upcoming weekend, YCS Niagara, assuming no ban list, because yes. I really think they're going to wait till after Niagara. Assuming no ban list, give me three to five tech cards. Any deck can play, not just Got it. for Labyrinth, but uh, <laughs> well, Labyrinth, like the decks, the specific decks I've played, um, just cards that you think it doesn't have to be tech cards, just cards that you think will either over or underperform, or that duelists should consider running as we go into this next okay. weekend, because so, this next weekend we have a bunch of regionals and Niagara. Okay, first off, if your deck can make rank four plays. Abyss Dweller, amazing card, especially if you're in Marincess. Also, if your rank four plays are really easy, I would side deck one guy, 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 cowboy, and that's not even a joke. Yes, because then if you're going into game three and you only have like five minutes left in time, let your opponent do their thing and literally go cowboy for game. Just don't ever say you're stalling for time. We are not advocating you stall for time. If it just happens to work out, though... You've got the cowboy. I'm just saying. It's there. If they're going to make these the time rules play by them yeah that's all i'm saying uh next uh, yeah so abyss dweller uh cowboy but abyss dweller being the big one because it, it'll just shut like if you're up, like if you're up against tier limit and it's danger tier limit and not like danger uh sprite tier limit, sure it shuts off both engines 
And this is, you said... A Bistwaller. Yeah. Yeah, it shuts off both their, both the Danger Engine and also the Tierleman Engine. Yeah. Just shuts off for the turn. Um, for two turns, actually, because you can attach twice. Yes. Uh, Soul Drain is another great one. If your deck does not rely on your own graveyard effects going off, you don't care... Soul Drain is another great option. I think Silent Graveyard is actually better than Soul Drain because it's yes. a quick play. So you can chain it and then it's yes. one. It, it's, you can chain it and it's one and done. So Silent Graveyard is interesting in, in that it negates the effects of the cards too. Yes, not the activation. Yeah, so uh, it doesn't make it to where they can't... Uh, there's a way that Silent Graveyard is worded. If you give me like two seconds to pull it out, I yeah, can yeah. tell you. It's worded differently than Abyss Roller. Silent Graveyard says... Uh, effects that activate in the graveyard this turn are negated. Yes, where I, yeah, so you can actually chain it to the effects being activated. Right. Whereas Abyss Dweller is not like chain. It's chainable, but, but if you chain it to the activations, they'll actually still resolve. Because yeah, because it it because Abyss Dweller prevents them from act. Ooh, sorry, hit my yeah. mic. Prevents them from activating. Yes, they're I, activated. Can't prevent. Yeah, if you yeah. can't hit rank fours, I, and you're not like super graveyard reliant because it does shut down your graveyard too. Yeah. I would really recommend Silent Graveyard. I think it's a really yeah. cool tech card that people are not looking at. Well, yeah. Or if your deck doesn't care about the graveyard during your opponent's turn. Right. Then, yeah. It's also called Forbidden Graveyard at one point, but they changed the name because it was because, yeah, searchable with a different card that was supposed to search out like Forbidden Lands uh, and Forbidden Chalice. Yeah, I think it was... Um, Marie the something? No, no. Dark what, Lord it wasn't Dark Lord Marie. It was Condemned Witch. Could yeah, search out any like of that. the... Yeah. Doesn't matter. That's neither here nor there. Um. So yeah. So so Abyss Dweller, anything that shuts off your opponent's graveyard, yes. Macrocosmos, Dimensional Fissure, Dimensional Shifter. D Shifter is very good if you. Can uh, run different it. Dimension Ground. Sure. Again, anything that just shuts out your opponent from their graveyard. Sure. Uh. So that's just that's just specifically for, uh, Tier Limit. Yes. Now, if you're playing a deck that does not care about your monsters' levels, I have two hilarious cards. Okay. Three. Okay. Stygian Dirge. Sure. Um, well known. Yeah, which is a continuous trap card that decreases all monsters' levels by one. Sure. Which turns off sprites completely. And it really badly affects some other decks as well. Yeah. Uh, like Sword Soul. Yes. Um, and the band played on, which prevents your opponent, from, both players, from controlling monsters at the same level. Yes. There's a lot now. There's a lot of decks that actively cannot play that because a lot of decks are now are very. Dependent on their levels being the same because yeah. Xyz plays and things like that. Xyz plays, Synchro plays, or just that's just kind of how the R type functions for some reason. Right. Um, lastly, uh, it was something of the gnomes. Mischief. Mischief of the gnomes, which is literally Stygian Dirge, but only for the turn. But then you can also banish it from your graveyard to get it off a second time. Hey, if you need copies of that card, uh, I'll have some spares at YCS Niagara with me because. It- I don't have much of a trade binder anymore, so yeah, here yeah. we go. Uh, so that's uh, everything for specifically Sprite. Of course, or, yeah. yeah. Of course, you have your various barrier statues. Can also, if oh, you're... Okay, all right. We're not recommending those to people. Oh, God. <laughs> but here's the thing. Um, very few decks can actively utilize the barrier statues properly because very few decks actively have a proper way to special summon generic rock, pyro... Right. Fiend, uh, Aqua. Fiend Aqua. Yeah. Yeah, like the only decks I know of are specifically Fluunderies with the Winged Beast. Who can normal summon it. Yeah, who can normal summon it. Um, and who can search it and then normal summon it. Right. Uh, Labyrinth can special summon the Abyss Barrier Statue. The, the Dark, Dark Barrier, sta- yeah. Barrier Statue. And then there is a funny way that 
Marenses can get into the water one. But it's kind of convoluted, right? It's way too complicated and convoluted and requires a specific five-card hand. You'll end your turn with wave in hand. It's awful. Don't do it. <laughs> just just run Gozen match. Just run Ravari Warlord. Actually, just run Gozen with uh, the Kragen in the, in the uh, extra deck. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's literally the same thing. Also... Uh, I have a few cards that I want to throw out there that I think Go people should be. Um, they're less techie random cards and more high impact, well-known cards. Um, I think people should be running Nibiru. I think that people, everybody wrote off Nibiru because of Sprite. Yeah, but I would rather just side it out against Sprite and have it for tier limit and math mech and, and all these combo decks. And there's always the, oppor- the opportunity, not even the opportunity, there's always the chance that the sprite player just goes you don't have nibiru right and you're sitting there looking your hand with the nibiru in and you're like you're right go for it yeah do your thing and they just play into it play into it Um, i would definitely run nibiru and i think i personally with the prevalence of sprite i am going to continue to main deck dd crows dd crow is so incredibly impactful right now i mean dd crow also hits uh tier to a lesser extent i think you got that backwards it hits sprite to a lesser extent it demolishes tier yes uh yes that is correct i got them switched around okay yeah yeah i mean because like with uh because with dd crow you can whenever they activate elf and target to special summon you can yes also you can there's a couple of really funny interactions so if your sprite opponent is not that good and you have DD Crow in hand, they will activate. Sometimes they'll activate totally awesome on their turn or on your turn. And they'll send Toad to Grave and then they'll immediately chain Elf. Yeah. If they do that, oh, you're going to get them good. Yep. Just chain, yep, chain Crow targeting uh, Frog. And here's Toad. the crazy thing Toad does not have an opportunity to activate to add a card back to the hand in that circumstance because it has to be in the graveyard at the resolution kind of like if you um it's like a it's alpha ben 10 yeah yeah, it's like alpha alpha tribute ben 10 chain dd crow yeah it's the same same principle um if i'm wrong about that i'm pretty sure that's how it works if i'm Uh, wrong about that i don't have it in front of me somebody please correct us in comments or on discord somewhere i'm 90 percent sure that's how that works right um because that's how it works with just about every other monster Also, I think Effect Veiler and Imperm, mostly Imperm. I think Imperm's better because it's a good six card, too. Yeah. But Effect Veiler to a lesser degree, but definitely Imperm, are both super crazy right now. Because you can hit the Gigantic Sprite, and more importantly, you can hit the Tier Elements Kit Kalos. If you hit their Kit Kalos, a lot of times, it can end their turn. Mm-hmm. Not always, because a lot of times they have the dangers and they can extend, yeah, yeah. but... It really depends on what's in their hand, what they got in grave, what's going on. Definitely, but a lot of times, uh, Veiling or Imperming the Kit Kellos will... If nothing else, it'll slow them down a lot. Yeah, yeah. It, it, so. it, it, like it Doing that completely cuts out several of their possible lines. Yes, so... As far as a couple of decks that you should really be preparing for heading into this coming weekend. Besides, of course, Tier Limit. Well, I I was going to say Tier Limit, you need to understand not just how basic Tier Limit works, but also Punk Tier Limit, Danger Tier Limit, and Sprite Danger Tier Limit. Yeah. Also, I would know the... 
They have a couple of possibilities in the extra deck. Understand what their rank twos do, not just gigantic or totally awesome. Yes, like Cat Shark. There's uh, one that Unimora. That's yeah. That's Soul something. Yeah, that one. That's a specific one. Yeah, it, understand what he does. Yeah, it's a common. If it, you're playing against Tier Limit, be sure to be very careful about your end board. You do not want to end on two monsters with the same type and attribute. Yeah, because then it'll soup probably into a Garura. And get your goose. You also have to be careful about, uh, I think you don't end on things with different types and attributes, because then you'll get Muddy Mud Drag, or Mud Dragon of the Swamp. Well, they have to have same type, different attribute. Any same attribute, different type. Maybe, because I remember uh, Mud Dragon also has an effect where he... Where he like negates monsters yeah. and attribute and I'm looking him up. Yeah, so be careful about your end board because you can be super poly super poly affected. But be be on the lookout for tier limit, be on the lookout for sprite, understand what those decks do. You. Same attribute, different times. Okay. You have to understand what sprite and tier limit do to play in an in a regional or a YCS. Yeah, those are your two decks that if your deck cannot deal with them. You're just not going to make it. Yes. You you have to understand at least what they do. That way you can interact. Also, I would be prepared for a runic. And you might have people coming in with Labyrinth. That, let's be realistic here. If you don't know what Labyrinth does, you can very easily get out-resourced, out-advantage, and lose the game. Guaranteed. Listen, listen, listen. All it takes is for them to flip a compulse. And, and they can go to Chainlink 5 and ruin your day. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, it's just a compulse. I'll lose one monster whatever and they just go cool channeling one channeling two channeling three channeling four channeling five and then activate something else from the hand and go channeling six yeah you said that really fast but the point is it can get crazy be very careful yeah be siding back row removal be siding twins or cosmics be siding duster red reboot because you don't want to come across a deck like labyrinth and not be prepared mm -hmm. also be a, be aware of runic Runic Sprite and Runic Sprite Live Twin are crazy. So there's just be aware of the new stuff. Don't go to a regional this weekend thinking, oh, I'm going to say it. it's too new because you will get got. So, yep. I mean, we dueled earlier. I mean, because we dueled for fun a little while ago, like right before we recorded and I was using my Labyrinth deck and you were just like, I was at a loss. Yeah, it, it it's ridiculous. Yeah, I was. I was trying to figure out what everything was doing, and I was having a rough time. So, that's all I got for today's episode. I would say, again, please be sure to tune in at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time today, Tuesday, the uh, 6th of the September. And, yeah, be sure to tune in, and we will... Oh, yeah, I guess I should do... Uh, check out our TCG yeah. Player and Dragon Shield affiliate links. Check out Millennium Threads. Again, code TOPCUT10 for 10% off. And be sure to... I think it's either follow or subscribe if you're on Apple iTunes, the Apple Podcasts. Whatever it is for them. Right. Leave a rating. Let us know what you think. And if you're on YouTube and you have enjoyed today's content, please go ahead and give us a subscribe. We are really trying to get our YouTube numbers up. And hopefully there's some really cool stuff coming to our YouTube very soon. With all that said, thank you all for listening to today's episode of the podcast. And until next time, have a great week, everybody. Take care, everybody. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.